You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan. Welcome back to the SA Weekly Talk Show. Um, Host Mike Callahan here as a certified advisor of Service Autopilot. And as we do uh, several times a month with the SA Weekly Talk Show, we will go out and break down features and functions of Service Autopilot. So uh, as a normal live broadcast, if anybody's watching on the live feed right now, if you can hear the audio, uh, please type in the comments to just let us know. But what we're going to be doing here is going out. I'm going to check my phone just to make sure that we uh, are broadcasting and we can see uh, what it looks like here as far as the audio. But we're going to be looking at here on the SE Weekly Talk Show is V3 tickets and a workflow. So um, happy to answer any questions on the live or recorded version, but we want to go out and um, kind of create a workflow and build upon um, a lot of the great videos Service Autopilot has created around V3 tickets, but go in and um, kind of demystify some of the systems and put a workflow to it. Uh, so we're not going to be talking about just about the features and functions of V3 tickets, but how to actually go out and create a workflow with those tickets and some time-saving steps that um, the Simple Growth team has uh, developed with the workflow the way we're utilizing it in Service Autopilot as a general user of Service Autopilot. So without any delay, I'm gonna go in and jump in and pull up my screen here. Awesome, uh, Brent says you can hear me, so that is perfect. So uh, in addition, what I'm gonna be doing is, um, if you wanna get a access of a recorded full version of the SA Weekly Talk Show, not just what I'm showing here, but a complete workflow training of V3 that builds even farther than this uh, in the show links, um, I'm going to put right in the comments um, V3 training link, and it is a free video um, that will go in and um, literally show you how to do this, and you can go in and invite your team members as well. So um, let me just put that in here. Well, I will put that in. Uh, so this is actually the website URL that the live rec or the recorded version of the full version of what I'm going over through is going to be here. So I'm going to put that in here in the show notes real quickly. All right. And now that they're in there, uh, we're going to dive into this live training. So once again, if you have any comments or questions around this, uh, please let me know. But what we're going to do is diving into the simple growth workflow for Serv Auto Service Autopilot's V3 ticket feature. All right, so let me adjust my screens here and we will get right into it. So new tickets and workflow. We're gonna streamline the lead flow creation. Um, and if you haven't noticed the new ticket uh, tickets um, feature function inside Service Autopilot, it has replaced um, the old to-dos. And I'm gonna go in and show you how to take to-dos if you're heavily relying on them and how to convert those into tickets uh, with the same kind of workflow and functionality, or functionality and even more functionality. Um, I really like these tickets. It took me a little while to dive in and understand them, but um, after spending several hours of going through and systemizing and streamlining the workflow, I'm gonna share what took me a few hours to really dial in for the Simple Growth team um, and show you here in the next few minutes. So hold on and uh, I'm gonna show you what we've got. So I'm going to give you a quick sneak peek at our workflow uh, before the training starts, and then we're going to dive into the training. So traditionally, I jump right into the training. Uh, here, I'm going to give you a sneak peek of what the end result could be. So um, 
Before we get to that, we're going to go into um, the general overlook of tickets and workflow. So I'm going to hop in and grab my pointer here so I can uh, use this basically. But in V2 or V3, tickets are going to pretty much be the same way. There's going to be some different lead entry points in different ways um, we get to them. But the functionality of the tickets are going to be the same on version 2 or version 3. And our tickets are going to be utilized for both clients and leads in the system. So the four types of tickets that are available inside Service Autopilot right now after the last major update is emails. And a way to look at the emails is um, emails really don't need to um, have anything done to them. But what they do is they actually are a closed out ticket and it's visible in the activity screen. Um, when we set those emails, it's going to create that closed ticket. So we have a record of that uh, email as a ticket. Now calls, calls are going to be used to document um, basically a call that you've made or a voicemail. So one thing that was really big at Callahan's Lawn Care in to-dos, now transferring over to tickets, is if we made a call to a client, um, it wasn't documented or done unless it was documented. So we want to go in and called Mrs. Smith, followed up on um, an estimate, or Mrs. Smith called and it was a damage case, it was an issue, or we left a voicemail, called Mrs. Smith, left a voicemail. So the things that we want to look at is our emails, we don't have to do anything, they are created into a closed ticket um, for that activity screen that's sorting down. Calls are used to document calls or voicemails. And the third type is notes. Now these are used for anything that is not sent in email or related to calls and voicemails. Now a subcategory of a note is a calendar event. That's the fourth type. So I think someone at Service Autopilot might have been rain that, that in their training uh, really eloquently explained that um, the calendar, the notes is actually almost like a folder in the calendar event sits inside that folder. So you can have multiple things inside that folder. Um, so calendar events are that sub item of the ticket used for non-billable events that need to be scheduled, dispatched, and completed. In the next few screens, I'm going to break down on an extremely high level what are the use case scenarios for all four of these types of tickets. And once again, if you have questions, just let us know and we're happy to break that down for you. So the First type of tickets here, type one, again, is email sent, um, and they're going to create that closed ticket. And the use case is um, it's a viewable audit trail of emails sent on the client and lead screen. Now, type two is going to be calls, used to document calls and voicemail. So the use case um, is internal documentation. Um, if it did not happen, it did not happen unless it was documented. So we want to document everything that happens, and it's, it's documented inside type number two, which is calls. Now, type number three are notes, and they're used for anything that is not sent in an email or phone call or voicemail. So use cases, non-account specific notes, which would be your internal notes in issue follow-up. So once again, we're going to show you later how to filter these down on the activity screen and be able to see um, certain things that used to be in the client timeline. And then type number four is those calendar events, the sub-item of a ticket for non-billable time that needs to be scheduled, dispatched, and completed. So use cases are going to be going out and doing estimates on site, or if you're assigning them to a person in the office to do. So what happens should happen, um, and it's not have to be managed or babysit by the business owner, but the ticket itself will manage the fact that these estimates are assigned with a deadline to get done, quality control 
equipment maintenance, office tasks, just to name a few. But those are the big ticket items that I'm thinking inside tickets that you're going to want to use in type four calendar events, which are basically a sub calendar of type three notes. So things that you want to looking at as you go in um, under the gear icon tickets, which used to be to do's, we want to go in and standardize your ticket type. So this is a great time now going in to um, the end of Q4, the beginning of Q1. A lot of businesses, at least in lawn care and landscaping, are starting to slow down. Maybe we're getting in the snow removal. Holiday uh, seasons have come up for a home cleaning friends. But after that slows down, this is a great time to take a time and go in and just take a, a an audit of what you got in there under the gear icon tickets and start standardizing these ticket types. So the three or the three to six major ones that I'm looking at right now that you're probably going to be looking at is an estimate, terminate service, schedule service, billing, damage, and account issues. But whatever they are, let's consolidate them down and standardize them before really diving into the new functionality of tickets. Now, where do we access tickets in V2 and V3? So um, in the CRM header right here in V2 or V3, when you go in, we have the ability to, to locate tickets right there. So that's going to be in V2 or V3. Your workflow is identical. Now, where to access tickets in V3. So what we're going to be doing is once we're in, we want to add a filter in the left-hand actions area. Um, and you'll notice in a lot of the V3 screens, um, most of your actions now have been shifted and consolidated under filters um, and different advanced actions on the left-hand side. I really like that uh, workflow once you get used to it. It really um, can help save some time once you build those filters out and get that set up. So step one, um, you must apply a filter. So basic filters for accountability and management. So see, these are a couple of the filters that I'm going to recommend when you're back here to add a filter, we go out and build these out. So first thing we want to look at is for current tickets. So we've got ticket due date. So those are pre-built filters you can dive into. And some of the settings you want to do for those filters is due date is equal to today's date. Due this week is less than or equal to the end of the week and due this week is less than or equal to the end of the month. So that's gonna start giving you that granularity that we had before. Um, and obviously as SA continues to make some iterations of this, um, this may change and we're gonna update some of the videos, but I, I strongly feel that this feature here is, is gonna allow us to go in and manage <clears throat> our current ticket system with accountability for our team. Past due tickets, next type of filter. Ticket is due is past due is set to yes, and that's gonna allow us to filter down to all those past due tickets. And then we're gonna do open tickets, um, assignments, select employee or vendor, and then ticket types, note, call, calendar event, email status, and audit trial. So these are four different ticket types and statuses filters I would go in and dial into. And once again, as you go in, it's all set right here. And once we have that, we have them now under the uh, all saved filters that either service autopilot's preloaded or the ones you've customized. So this is all off that um, CRM ticket screen on the left. But once again, first thing is we must apply the filters and create the filters for that. So once a filter is created, 
we can create a table view. So we wanna go in and edit that table. And that's the screenshot right there. So first we add the filter and we're gonna edit the table. What that's gonna do is adjust the headers up here for certain things as tickets, status, assignment, due date, last due date, uh, priority. So what we can do is by clicking the edit table, um, it pops up this a uh, little boxer and it allows us to um, select the columns and reorder the columns here that we want. So by dragging and drop these little arrows, we can drive them up and down and we can narrow into what we want to see um, on this table. So depending on your role, whether you're a CSR, a customer service rep, a salesperson, a manager, uh, an estimator. These are different views and tables and filters that are going to be appropriate to that role. Um, you're probably not going to want to see everything at once. Now, the business owner may want to jump in at a high level and see all this, but I think for your day-to-day -day view, you probably want to uh, go in and set those filters up appropriately. Once again, we can drag and drop the rows on selected columns, or once you're up here, there's uh, the ability, you can't really see it in the screenshot, but you can drag and drop these as well here. Um, to create that uh, view or create the table view. And that create the table view is in the upper right-hand corner right there. And once again, in the show comments there, uh, there is a link to see the full training that I'm doing here, um, free of charge, obviously as a certified advisor, and you can invite your team members in as well, um, unlimited access to that. Um, it's something we felt as a certified advisor that we should be giving out to the general public. Um, and this training is not meant to replace Service Autopilot's training. This is simply meant to build upon um, their excellent training from their great onboarding and launch and support team. Um, we're building in on top of that, for a, a possible workflow to the features and functions that they have uh, sent several great videos on. And so if you haven't seen those, I'd recommend watching their videos as well um, and this video or the full video from the link in the comments of the show. So V2 and V3 ticket creation in the top header now. Um, everybody knows the green uh, little plus here, the quick add. Um, if you scroll down, we can add a ticket. Um, and that's how we get to that as well. So you've got um, the upper left here under CRM tickets or the upper right. So we have different ways to get in and add an actual ticket or get to the tickets. Now in V3, our creation of the ticket, once you hit the green icon, uh, we're gonna go over to that actions area again. So once again, that's a central place where we're clicking into and we're gonna go in and add a ticket. And this pops up here. So this uh, body or structure of the V3 ticket creation is almost identical in V2. And what I'm gonna do is hop into V2 in a few minutes and show you what that looks like. But the idea here is we get to take a look at whether it's a note or a call. And you remember from the four types of tickets we've talked about, the email automatically happens. So that is not on the screen because that email becomes a closed ticket. A note is going in for those things that are not particular to the call. So the call is gonna be the voicemail or call, the note is everything else. Now inside that note, once we've created this, and we'll dive in, in a little bit deeper in a minute, once we create that note, a subcategory or folder of that be, can become that on-site or schedule to do, which is now called a ticket calendar event. Um, very important to take a look at that and understand that because now some of the verbiage have, has changed, but the methodology is really the same. But once you dive into it, I think that once you get used to it, you're really going to like the idea of that folder idea because you can start doing um, emails and estimates and damage cases out of that whole folder and you've got one central place to hold all the communication. So um, really like that feature. Now, 
if you're not going to tackle V2 and you're sticking to V3, or if you're not doing V3, but you're sticking to V2 right now, which a lot of companies are, um, we are going in and under the upper right-hand corner, the more area, we're going in and add a note or call. So very similar in V3, we're going in and adding a ticket. The two types of a ticket are a note and call. So in V2, we're going to the more area and adding a note or call. And it is from the lead or client screen under the more tabs. That's a central area. Once again, we can get to that. Now, what pops up is right here is add a ticket. So we've got note and call. This is um, the UI or the user interface. The way this looks is very similar to the existing part of V2. Um, so it doesn't look like V3. So everybody's used to this look. Um, so if you're staying in V2, don't worry. It, the part adding a ticket looks very similar. But we've got the account or lead, the, uh, the category, the subject, the body, and the status. Um, same exact information you get here in V3 with the functionality of V2. So either way is a great option in my opinion. Now, V3 filters to see the filter. So when we're in V3, and I'm gonna show you in V2, how do we filter down and see uh, what we had? So I know there was a lot of concerns when the update first came out that people couldn't see certain things or they saw too much. Um, but obviously after watching the service autopilot training videos on this, it made a lot of sense to me and we had a great understanding. So I wanna hit on this because depending on your role in the business, once again, whether you're the business owner, a CSR, a salesperson, estimator, there's certain things in your daily activity feed or basic timeline, um, if you're talking V2 language, um, that's been converted now, that activity stream, you probably don't want to see everything. Um, so Tammy in my office, it handles transactions, AR accounts payable. She's going to be looking more in this area where estimates, tickets, and to-dos and simple growth, Dylan or Kevin are going to be playing in that area. Those are the things they're worried about on their daily basis. So you want to go down and filter this down to um, your role and what you're looking at. Um, but right here, under all history, go in and click the appropriate areas that you want to see here in that activity feed. Now that's V3. Now with V2 fil filters, very similar. Um, in the mid of the page header here, um, we have the ability for all history, um, some transactions, estimates. Um, but if we wanna filter down what we wanna see, we can go into tickets and put um, all the different types of tickets that are here, um, emails, calls, past events. So if there's certain things you wanna see in here, uh, you've got the ability to dial right in in V2 as well as V3 to that view. Um, so I think that's a great uh, feature there as well. Um, a lot of people were unaware of that in the beginning, but now that people are starting to get used to it, those are the things you want to dial into to have that granularity in the system. So as we continue, next thing is we want to assign a ticket to a team member for a calendar dispatch event. So once again, that's a subcategory of a note and we want to add an event. An event is going to be one of those non-billable scheduled events. Where we're gonna dispatch, we're gonna do it, and we're gonna close it out. So what we're gonna do is uh, on the left-hand side, once we have the, uh, our, the original uh, ticket there, we're gonna go in and add an event and assign it to be dispatched. Um, sorry about the typo there, but I uh, just caught that. But next thing we're gonna be doing here is on the left-hand side, we've got ticket details, and we want to hit edit first. We're going to hit edit, 
and it's going to pop in ticket details and related items. So this is, if you're going in sequential order, you're going to hit add an event. This right here is we're going into edit it. First thing we're tacking is the ticket details. So the category, the account or vendor. So you can assign these to a vendor as well. The assignment and the due date. We need to apply that due date. Now, the next thing is when we're under that edit tab, we've taken care of ticket details. Now we're doing related items. So this is like the analogy of that folder that um, SA's great training team has been talking about. So I, I feel like this is a good spot to kind of expose where that is. But now we can link additional tickets and kind of consolidate. We can link estimates to this ticket um, and we can link jobs. So now we've got kind of everything we need to look at all in one related folder. Um, so that is the advanced um, features of tickets that I really like. Now, calendar events. Um, after the ticket is created, we want to click on advanced actions and then calendar event. So we go in and click on the ticket. We open that up and then this is where the body is. So we want to click a follow-up event and click right in here. Um, now, if we click on the date, this is probably the first and more streamlined option because whatever we write in the ticket here is going to go in to the actual calendar event. Now, if you need different things in both areas, we, un, uh, we just check this, but we don't click the date. Um, and I'll show you how to do that. But in the streamlined option that I'm recommending for most of the time, we're going to click um, the follow-up date. And what happens there is all the information that was in there before um, citing damage, an example comes up and uh, back left corner of citing damage was here. In addition, it's assigned here and we have the account um, and then we can go in and set an appointment time or any time on that date with a start and end date, which would be our due date. So um, the idea is if I circle back here, we click this here. On the bottom, it automatically populates all of this. So any of that double entry uh, that you may be concerned about is alleviated in that step. Now, calendar event option number two is more of a manual process if you have to change certain things inside that event. So instead of, if I back this up, instead of clicking the date, we just check here, this is what's going to be happening. So we're going to have to go in and we edit the event. We click in to advance actions, and then we can manually fill in um, the assign account and any of the information in the body. Um, but it still gives you the abil same ability for appointment time or any time with start and end date. So two different options. I recommend the first option for most um, workflows. Option number two is probably the exception, but you may need to use that uh, occasionally. So I wanted to break that down for you. Now, uh, ticket confirmation under user roles and rights. So this area used to be um, to-dos. It has been automatically updated to uh, ticket access. So all the user roles and rights should have rolled over. But the fact that we're going into a new part of the system, there's some more advanced capabilities. I would highly recommend as you're starting to get ready for 2021, do a quick assessment of your user roles and rights and what they have access to and make sure that they have the appropriate access to V3 tickets, but not too many of them. Um, and that is going to be under the gear icon, user roles and rights. You dial into the, the role or right, um, right here. We're under a certified advisor for myself. And it's the second tab here of CRM ticket access. And that's how you're going to define those roles from the top down for each role. And 
as an added benefit, um, like I said, if you want to see the full uh, version of this training, click the uh, link for a free uh, link to the, the full video that we did on a webinar a few weeks ago for Simple Growth as a certified advisor, and you can invite your team members in as well as many as you want. Um, as an added benefit for watching us here on the live or recorded Facebook um, video here for the SA Weekly Talk Show, uh, we're going to show you one way to streamline your V3 lead intake with absolutely no double entry. So first thing we want to do is go in to the plus icon and hit add an account. Now this is in V3, not V2. And we're going to go in and add a lead, not a client. And we put the name on the invoice. And I'm going to show you live in a second here in Service Autopilot how this works. Um, and then what I'm going to recommend is if you download this free form off the marketplace, and I'll show you how to get in there and get it uh, free of charge, we'd fill out a form. And what this is, um, and I'll show you in a live version in a second, this form is to alleviate um, any double entry or any workflow issues. But the idea here is we've created a phone intake form that is going to be standardized for your virtual assistant or your internal office. So what should happen happens each and every time and they're hitting all the key points of in, in taking a lead, someone new coming into your service autopilot account for estimates or other things they may be looking for. But we would go in and take the uh, simple growth phone intake form and all the main information as far as first name would load in and then you could work the screen in all a systematic way and enter in all their main information. So as we're going in, um, we're getting their cell phone. How did you hear about it? Estimate request for special instructions and office notes. Um, and I'm going to hop into SA really quickly to show you what this looks like live and where to find this free uh, V3 intake form that we had built out here. So the first thing we want to do is I'm going to go into CRM clients to force the system over to the V3 um, instance. So what we would do is go in and add an account right here and, and and what the um i guess the temptation will be at least after working with hundreds and hundreds of service autopilot users and uh, my internal office here is when you go in and hit add an account it is going to uh give you the temptation to go into the client intake and not the lead intake because there is a little more information in there. Let me refresh my browser here. I think the internet hung up on me. Um, but basically when we go in and do that, it is going to uh, give us the ability to add that account. And when we add the account, we're going to go to the lead area, not the account area. Um, and this has been sitting here all day. So I may have been logged out of this account. So let me hop in here and log back into service autopilot because i think this is pretty important for everybody watching this that you're going to want to be able to see um going in and adding that v3 uh lead and this is a streamlined workflow i recommend once again we have a free um form on the the service autopilot marketplace for everybody um, when you go into the quick add and we add in that account and when that account comes up we're going to go in and you've got the option, it defaults to client where you'd enter in all their information, first name, last name, display name. What I'm gonna recommend is you really need to go to the lead intake. Um, and it gives you three options here. So what I'm gonna recommend is um, 
potentially going in if you want the free uh, form that we're giving you off the marketplace to be able to use this form to streamline this all on one page. Um, but the temptation to add a client is probably not a good move in my opinion, because we really want to segment our database. So leads and clients be able to have differentiation where they're in the client life cycle and be able to track the conversion from a lead to a client. So those are things that you're going to want in the reporting. So what I'm going to recommend is when you go in here, we're just going to grab their first name. It's a conversation. They've called our office and like, Hey, Mike, Perfect. Uh, looks like you want an estimate. So have you ever talked to us before? Are you in our system? Nope. Never talked to you guys before. So that automatically transfers over. What we're going to do is just literally fill out a form and we're going to take the uh, V3, the simple growth uh, phone intake form. And I believe this one is it. Let me just make sure here because we've got a couple different versions of it. And I think this is it here. So what we're going to do then is take first name, last name. So we're just going to continue to work that form here. And we've got first name, last name. Okay, Mrs. Smith or Mike, what's your service address? We'll pull that in. Okay, perfect. Is the billing address the same as the service address? Yes, it is. Or no, it isn't. Okay, how did you hear about us? What's your cell phone? So we're going to basically create a phone intake here that you guys could customize. But the idea is we're working that phone intake and we're standardizing that for the virtual assistant or uh, your internal office. And this is going to be tied right back into your lead source tracking. So that's one thing I really love about V3 because if you already have a lead source, it's going to populate um, here. So you don't override it. But these are things we should be asking. Estimate four, special instructions, office notes. And what we would do is go in and hit next and it would populate everything else here in the billing address. And then we're going to submit that. And once we've done that and that refreshes, all the information populates right here on the client record. Um, no double entry and everything's there. So um, that is one great tool that you can uh, download free off the marketplace. And if you've never been to the marketplace, uh, we go up here to the little avatar and hit marketplace. And like I said, this is a free download from Simple Growth as a certified advisor. And let's just put in here V3. And it should be right here, SG phone intake form. And you go in to hit view and you can get the free download code. Um, so that is a great way of tackling that here. And you can click to get the free download code or view it and click there to get the download code. So this is something that uh, looks like about 63 people have already, already utilized. Got some great, great feedback on that. Um, and if, uh, that is something of interest free of charge to streamline your workflow. Um, you can also go to v3tickets.com and that will give you the information about that free form and how to get that off the marketplace with the download code. So comments and questions, uh, feel free to drop them down on the live or recorded version. But uh, SA Weekly Talk Show, trying to go out and uh, help the SA community through business practices, through interviews and um, different Certified advisors, including myself, coming out to help teach workflow and features and functions and service autopilot. So comments or questions, drop them below. Otherwise, we'll see you again next week on the SA Weekly Talk Show, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central. And uh, special guest, Gosha uh, Baron, uh, in the cleaning industry. Uh, we had to reschedule due to some travel conflicts uh, for today, but she will be with us next week. So we'll see you again, SA Weekly Talk Show, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. PM Central.
right here on the Service Auto Patches page. Mike Callahan from Simple Growth as a certified advisor, uh, wishing everybody a great weekend. If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an Estimator chatbot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.